This is Her Self-Expression with Beverly Price, a podcast dedicated to women who seek self-empowerment. Like many women, Beverly suffered with low self-esteem, and now she is on the other side and is ready to share her knowledge with you. In this podcast, we interview inspirational women every week who share action-oriented tips to boost self-image and self-confidence. If you'd like to move from self-loathing to self-love, as Beverly did, stay tuned for today's episode that is sure to help you take on the world. And now, here's Beverly. Enjoy the show. Hi, beautiful. I hope you're having an awesome day. I'm Beverly Price, Women's Life Transition Coach and the host of the Her Self-Expression Podcast. Most women struggle with their self-image and self-confidence. Her Self-Expression provides knowledge, support, and insight to help women on their journey to self-empowerment on the inside and out so they can confidently and successfully take on the world. Today, I have these questions for you to consider. Do you feel fulfilled at work? What do you want other professionals to know about you? How do you advocate for yourself? Well, today my guest is Becca Carnahan, career coach and CEO of Next Chapter Careers. We'll be talking about owning your own career story to feel empowered for the next chapter. Becca is a career coach, author, and mother of two. As a career coach and CEO of Next Chapter Careers, Becca specializes in helping mid-career parents land fulfilling jobs they love without giving up the flexibility they need. Prior to launching her own coaching business, Becca trained as a career coach at Harvard Business School and has 14 years experience in career and professional development field. She also previously worked for the Boston Celtics, how about that, and has published two best-selling children's books and a career development book, When Mommy Grows Up. Becca has a BS in marketing from Boston College and an Ed M from Harvard Graduate School of Education. Now you might ask, Beverly, you coach professional women on empowerment. Why are you having another coach who does similar work on the podcast? Well, I believe in the theory of abundance. It says that there is more than enough opportunity around for all of us. Many times, women follow the theory of scarcity and compete with other women, causing a negative support structure. But abundance creates positive support for all women. Hi, Becca. Thank you so much for being my guest today. It's so good to have you here. I'm Beverly, and I love what you said about abundance at the beginning. I think that's fantastic. And it's like the way that I like to think about coaching and business and life as well. So it's such a pleasure to be here with you. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's great for you to be here. Can you tell us a little bit about your own personal journey to empowerment? Sure. And I love the word empowerment, first of all, and because, right, it brings that power to you. And it's it's all internal. It's not someone saying that you you have to go do this thing. It's like, no, your internal empowerment. So my journey to empowerment, I think, pulled from having multiple different roles and experiences that I have learned from. So you mentioned working at the Boston Celtics. That was very early in my career. And that's what I thought I wanted to do forever. I wanted to be in sports marketing, but after being in that role for about a year or so, they had a, a change in structures. 
a bunch of us who were hired early were, were let go. Our contract was over. And I think that was a really pivotal part of a time in my life of thinking about how can, how can I take what I learned from this experience and empower myself to take the next step? And that's what led me to working at Harvard Business School for many years. And then through that experience, being like, all right, what can I learn from this, from this experience? What have I learned about myself that will help me take it to the next chapter and in owning my own business? So these different experiences that you have through life and figuring out what you can learn from them, I think is super key to your own self-empowerment. It sounds like you had such a great, healthy mindset about that too. You know, when, when you lost a job to say, what can I learn from that and what can I do next? I know that when I went through my first job loss, I didn't react that way. I went to the place of, oh, I'm a failure. How do you, how do you create that mindset where you turn that into a positive mm-hmm. rather than kind of taking away from your self-worth and self-esteem? Let me be honest, too. I was really sad when this happened. So I, don't, <laughs> I don't want to say that I was all cheery. Let's, let's go figure this out right away. I was sad when yeah. this happened. And I want to give everyone permission to, to feel that sadness, to feel the, all the emotions that come with, with a setback. What was a turning point for me to help me think about what I will learn is actually I was dating my then husband at, at the time, my boyfriend at the time, my husband now. And he could tell that I was feeling down on myself. And we, he took a day off work and we went to the zoo. It sounds like a very funny story. But we went to the zoo. It was like the middle of the day in March. So there was no one there at the zoo. And running around the zoo like little kids and experiencing that moment, I think, really helped me think about, okay, what, what do I love to do? What brings me joy? What did I, what were the parts that brought me joy from that past work experience? How can I pull some of that out and think about what I want to do next? So if you're feeling like a failure, if you're feeling really sad about a a setback in your career, I would encourage everyone just to go find something to do that's fun, that brings you joy, that brings you energy, and allow that joy and energy to bring that back and to figure out, okay, now this is what I've loved. This is what brought me so much happiness. So I'm going to bring that same energy back into my thought process about what's next for me. And I love the fact that you use the word setback rather than failure. I think that that speaks volumes to the mindset of it. That's perfect. Yes. Mm-hmm. So to go back a little bit to your topic, what is a woman's career story? Yeah. Yep. And the beautiful thing about a woman's career story is that it is their own individual story. And we are continuing to craft it every single day. So the decisions that you made for your career at age 18 or age 22, that is not going to be the decision that captures the rest of your career. You are continually writing that career story. So. When I work with women who are thinking about what's next for them, we go back and find the through line between all the decisions that they've made up to this point. And there always is one. Even if it seems that they've done 
a variety of different things that have hopped around into different jobs, there's a key motivator that has led you to certain roles. There are skills that you've enjoyed using. So pulling out those themes, finding the through line between what you've done so far, and then most importantly, figuring out from all of that, what do you want to do next? You're writing that next chapter. So it's themes, it's through lines, and then going forward towards what are you going to, how are you going to take all of that and continue writing the story? Wow. Well, as I mentioned earlier, you know, I coach professional women too. Mm -hmm. So how do you think professional women in particular can own their career story and feel empowered? Yeah. Yeah. I do think that process of going back and asking yourself those questions about, okay, why, why was I attracted to this role originally? Why did I want to be when I was a little kid? Let's even go back even further. When you were a little kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? Let's say you wanted to be an artist. And what did you love about that? Was there an element of creative expression that, that you just loved about this, that, that vision of being an artist? And have you continued to see that through line? Think about that first job you took right out of, out of high school or out of, what were you doing? Was there, was there an element of creativity, even if it was creative problem solving or getting to think about design or color in some way? And then what was the next role that you took? Even if it was something very, very different, was it still scratching that creative itch for you? Mm -hmm. When you go back and think about those decisions and think about those things that you've wanted to be next, and then ask yourself the question of why, I think that's super powerful in being able to create the story and then tell the story to someone else. Because that's where people get stuck, right? Is being able to tell that story to themselves, but then share it with someone else. But if you start a story saying, not just saying I did this job and then this job and then this job, but if you start the story saying throughout my entire career, I've always been driven by helping others or by creative expression or by analytical problem solving. And here are the different ways that I've done that. It sparks something different, right? And it gives right. you what empowerment of this story, but it helps someone else. It gives them a hook into your story too. Gotcha. Wow. What what do you mean by the phrase their next chapter? Sure. Yeah. And I like that the phrasing of it because I'm a big reader. I love to write. You talked about that in the <laughs> intro. So the whole idea of there being a next chapter that you didn't write the whole book when you were when you were younger. And yeah. I think that is that's a big concern for people that they think that they've made all of their choices, they made their bed. Now they have to lie in it. No, there are favorite books, our favorites, entertainment. There's always something that's happening next. And there's the story continues to progress. So that's how I think about it as a next chapter, that you are just, you're in charge of writing what happens next. Gotcha. Well, I do a lot of coaching professional women going through major life transitions, such as job change and job loss, divorce, things like that. Are there things in particular that a woman going through these types of changes should be thinking about? Mm-hmm. Well, there's lots of things you're thinking about, right? And I'm sure you see this with your with your clients all the time. There are so many different thoughts, whether it is around your your mindset or around the the necessity of what's happening in your life right now, right? All the people that are 
are counting on you. We have a lot of pressure on us. Mm -hmm. So I know that people are already thinking about a lot of things. So how I want to encourage people is that if you are already taking, you already have a lot of things that you're thinking about. So let's just break it down. Break it down into actionable steps, things that you can do next. And there are five little categories that I like to break this down to is you're trying to figure out what's next. What's this transition going to look like? What do you really need and want out of that next chapter? And that's really your, your needs. So those necessity elements of what do you need from a salary perspective? What do you need from a flexibility perspective, benefits, all of that. Then the, the people that are most important to you and who you want to be surrounding yourself with next. You have those choices as you're thinking about this next move that you're making in, in work or life. And then also, what are your key motivators? What gets you out of bed in the morning? What gets you excited to go do work or your hobbies or, or what are those things that, that get you excited? The, the fourth one being the, your day-to-day. What, what skills do you enjoy using? What sort of environments are, are a good fit for you? And then the last one is kind of a big one, but it's the future you. What are, what are the goals that you have for mm -hmm. yourself, for your family? And how can you best set yourself up to go after those goals? So those are a lot of big questions, but I like breaking them down into categories like that so that you can do some, some journaling on them, some free writing on those topics. And it doesn't feel like a bunch of whole jumbled thoughts. It's broken down into smaller bits. That seems like, all right, I got I have my decks a little bit more in a row here when I have this in category. Yeah. yeah, I like to have my clients make a list of all the skills and tasks they perform. Mm -hmm. Of those, which ones do they like to do? Which ones are they good at? And which ones are they not good at? Yeah. And see what occurs across all of them. So Absolutely. they can pick out the ones particularly that they're good at and they like to do to kind of motivate them and give them some direction kind of in the future. Yeah. yeah. I, and I love that, Emily, because so much, sometimes people will get stuck on that skills question. Then, okay, this is what I have been paying to do in the past, or this is what people right. have told me I'm good at. And maybe you like those things, maybe you don't. Yeah. So giving yourself permission to say, what skills do I enjoy using? And mm -hmm. which ones have I just been told I'm good at? And do I have to keep doing those things or can I get paid for doing the things that I actually enjoy doing? And oftentimes you can. So yeah. let's just figure out what those things are. Absolutely. Well, this is a great time to take a quick break. Everyone, please stay tuned. We'll be back in a moment when Becca will share her three actionable tips to help you on this journey. Hi, beautiful. Beverly Price here. If you want personalized guidance on your journey to confidence and empowerment from someone who's been there and don't want to go it alone, then my signature coaching may be just right for you. With a confidential approach and one-on-one -on -one personal support that has helped hundreds of women, we'll work together to move you forward, whether you are looking to deal with a major life change or an overall life overhaul. Schedule a free discovery call with me today at HerSelfExpression.com to learn more and say yes to the ride of your lifetime. Now let's get back to the show. And we're back. Becca, 
What three actionable steps would you give to the woman in our audience to try and empower them in their career? Mm-hmm. Three actionable steps. Let's break this deal. And you know, I like to break things down into into steps here. <laughs> so, because, right, there's so much chaos in our lives, so much that we can't control. So let's try to control this a little bit. Let's put some structure okay. around it. So three big things I would start with here, figuring out where your career sweet spot is. And this goes to the point that Beverly was just talking about around the skills that you want to use, but then overlaying that with the the passions that you have and your your value out, meaning who's going to pay you to do these things? What are the problems that you can help solve? So trying to figure out that little Venn diagram of passion, your value add and your skills, where's where's some overlap there? So that's step one. The second part is around that career criteria. So and I was talking about those five categories of the need, the day-to-day, the people, those categories, that really bubbles up into crafting your career criteria. What are the things that you want and need from this next chapter of your career? Getting real specific on that, writing those down. Okay. Very specific. And very specific. And I want to include the why behind them too. This is what I coach people on a lot, but not just saying, I want more flexibility in my job. For this next this next chapter. No, I want more flexibility in my job because I have ailing parents that I am making I want to want and need to be there for for appointments. I have kids or I'm trying to get to soccer practice. And this is really important to me and my family. So putting the why behind the things that you want and need. So we have your career sweet spot, we have your career criteria. The third part of it is then using these these really important data points to start exploring different paths forward. So now that you know what you're looking for, you have a very clear idea of what you really want and need from your, your sweet spot and your criteria. Then you can start to explore different paths forward and ask really good questions. And whether that's questions that you're asking in your research as you're identifying great companies, that would be great companies for you to work for or in informational conversations and networking. You have more good data to ask good questions from. So you're gonna get more good data back to see if this next company or role would be a good fit, not just for anyone, but a good fit for you. Gotcha. I would think that a part of this is also being prepared with a strong elevator pitch about yourself. Can you share a little bit about that? Absolutely. And if I was to give you four steps, that would be my fourth one. So that was three. Uh, <laughs> but absolutely, that fourth piece of it is knowing knowing your story. So the conversation we started to have earlier around your story and your through line. Um, I'm going gonna, gonna to break something else down here for you again. And so when you think about your pitch and your story, let's put it into three different little subcategories here. What is, what do you want someone to remember about you? In your elevator pitch, leading with what? What do you want someone to remember about you when they walk away from that conversation? And then what is the highlight reel that proves that you can do those things or that you have those experience? So not your entire career history, but if you want to be known as someone who is great at at coaching and mentoring. So what's the highlight reel? You have worked in, in higher education. You've done this work. You've managed a team. You have been really successful in your volunteer work. 
um, in coaching and mentoring. Give them a little highlight reel. And then the, the third piece of it is what's next for you and being very clear on this. In this next, the next stage of my career, I'm really excited to be doing X, Y, and Z for working for a company that does da 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 being able to contribute in da 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 way and replace them with da 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 da's with something that is very specific based on your career speed spot. So I think when okay. we put it into that framework, the whole idea of an elevator pitch gets that much easier. Great. So how does the three steps that you mentioned and the elevator pitch, how does that all tie together to impact a woman's journey from self-expression to self-empowerment? I love the way that you put it too, about self-expression to self-empowerment because the self-expression piece of it is, is understanding your story. And that's what we're doing when we are thinking about your career sweet spot and what are those individual words? What's the, uh, the essence of the, the talent that you bring, the impact that you want to make to the world? Pulling out those right words through that process is a big part of your expression and telling your story. And then once you're really competent in your story, and you're reaching out to people, telling them that story, asking your good questions, you're going to feel like you're more in the driver's seat of your career Whoa. because you have more, more data to say, this is what I bring to the table. And let me go talk to you about how I'm going to help you solve your problems at this, this next company. You are very much driving that car. And that's kind of another way to think about self-empowerment is like putting you in control. And so that would directly impact success as well, I would assume. Very much so. Very much so. There's a, a statistic that I like to share that usually people hear this, and this won't come as a surprise to you, Beverly, I'm sure, because you've worked with people in, in careers as well, but around 80% of new jobs come through networking and referrals. They're not coming through just job boards. So right. if you are more in control of this process and you know exactly what you are, are looking for exactly what you want and need for for yourself next and you've reached out to people you have identified companies you've talked with people you told your story that was going to lead to more success in your in your job search and in your career overall gotcha well i have one question that i like to ask all my guests to wrap things up and that is what does self-expression mean to you yeah I have always been someone who had that creative itch I was trying to scratch. Whether that was when I was a little kid and wanted to be that artist or wanted to, you know, I wanted to be when I grew up too, I wanted to be a, a food decorator. I wanted to draw the little designs on plates with soft at fancy restaurants. I'm not even sure where that came from. But this whole idea of expressing myself through creativity was really important. And it's a big part of why I ended up starting my own business. And having more creative control about the content that I was, was putting out and how I was even designing my website and things like that. So for everyone else, it's figuring out what does self-expression look like to you? How do you like to put yourself out there into the world? And maybe that is putting pen to paper and writing something or drawing a picture, but also it could just be how you like to interact with people, how you like to make people feel how you like to experience the world, understand that about yourself. It's going to just give you so much confidence in how you are telling your story and, and making your impact. Great. Absolutely wonderful. 
So Becca, how can my listeners find you? And it's been, yeah, such a pleasure talking with you, Beverly. And I hope that I would love to continue this conversation with you, (laughs) listeners. So people can find me at my website, which is beccacarnahan.com. So just my name, find me there. And there's links back to social media too, on LinkedIn a ton, just under my name there too, Becca Carnahan on LinkedIn. And I definitely invite your listeners to, to come chat with me there. That sounds great. Is there anything else you'd like to share with them? One thing I, w- I would love to share too is that on my on my website, when you go to BeccaCarnahan.com, you're going to see a free training there as well. So if this topic that we've been talking about, the, those those four different steps, right, of uncovering your career sweet spot, crafting your career criteria, exploring really strategically, and then planning with a really, with planning your pitch, so what you're doing there. If those steps seem interesting to you and you want to dive into it a little bit more about how you, how you think about doing that, just go to that BeccaCarnahan.com or BeccaCarnahan.com slash free training and, and hop in there and learn more. Sounds great. Thank you so much for being my guest today. I've really enjoyed it. Thank you, Beverly. I really appreciate it. And to everyone out there, all of Becca's information will be available in our show notes. Please connect with her to learn more. And to get to where Becca describes, we need curiosity, willingness, and strength. I believe that we need both outside and inside strength to come together to make our empowerment journey complete. Thank you for being with Becca and myself on this episode of Her Self-Expression. I hope you can see the direct connection between owning your own story and empowerment. I love connecting you with incredible women that can provide actionable steps for you to take on your journey. You can find our podcast through links at Apple, Spotify, and more. So please download and share the episode with your friends so we can bring you even more interesting topics and more impactful guests. Remember, the more you express yourself, the better you feel. Self-expression doesn't have to be a mystery. It's your key to navigating life changes and self-empowerment both inside and out. But most importantly, Remember that you don't have to go it alone. No matter where you are on your journey, I'm the coach that's here to help. Thank you and take care. Thank you for listening to the Her Self-Expression podcast today. To listen to past episodes, visit www.herselfexpression.com. Once there, you're going to want to take our quiz to see where you stand right now on your journey to self-expression. If you have any questions or would like to share your thoughts with Beverly and other like-minded women, join our Facebook group, the Her Self-Expression Sisterhood. Invite your friends too. When you download and subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, or other podcast services, be sure to leave us a review and tell your friends to download it too so we can continue to help others. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel, And remember, self-expression doesn't have to be a mystery. It's your key to confidence and self-empowerment both inside and out. But most importantly, remember that you don't have to do it alone. Visit www.herselfexpression.com and join us today.